Welcome everybody to episode 5 of the Infinity Zen Podcast. Today we actually have a full circle with us, or triangle, whatever you want to call it. So we have the lovely Alyssa DeLuca back again. Hello. And then we also have the original co-host, Ryan Baxter. The triumphant return. Yeah, Yeah, it only took you four episodes to come back. Hey man, I'm here. And, And they're coming out like rapid fire, it's like I wasn't even gone. You know what, it's a lot more efficient than we were doing minor league witnesses, and we would only do one a week. Yeah, and like, that was the thing. It's like, with when we did that, we literally had no idea what the fuck we were doing. No, but we still had a fun time with it. Yeah, it was fun, and I mean, we we even had merch for like 20 minutes. That we didn't sell any of, I literally, I was the only one who bought any. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's talk about how uh, the first one you ordered had like a massive fucking spelling error on it. Fuck you. So... Alyssa, how do you spell league? L-E-A-G-U-E. Thank you. Okay. So, the, and it, the, it came out on the shirt, right, as L-E-A-U-G-E. So we were the minor luge witnesses. <laughs> Have you ever entered a spelling bee? No, but, okay, listen. <laughs> I, I came third place once in a spelling bee. Did you really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Then you should have designed the shirts. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You, you come in third place and spend the spelling bee, and all of a sudden you're qualified to be an English major. I anyway, could, I fucked up spelling businesses. It happens. No, it was hooves, actually. H O O V E S. Yeah, I was like eight. I put the F instead of the V E S. I put hoofs, not hooves. <laughs> <laughs> the one where I could not spell until recently, I couldn't spell without having to like, look it up, was restaurant. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, that's fair. It's like Wednesday. I... It's restaurant. Or I only found out recently that there is a P in raspberry. 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 No one says it like that. Right, but I mean, I, I, then again, I bought enough Arizona raspberry iced tea to, to know how it's spelled. Mandela effect. <laughs> it's like, did you know that they never called uh, Joey in Full House Uncle Joey? Really? O- really? Only Jesse called him that. He was just Joey to everybody else. Interesting, I don't know hmm. that. Luke, it's like Darth Vader didn't say, Luke, I am your father. I saw that. He said, no, I am your father. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? I, uh, I, the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. I was, it was one on TikTok that I saw about... The Monopoly guy never had a monocle. Yep. No, of course not. What? No, that was the Planters peanut guy. I'm talking about Monopoly. I know, but like he had a monocle. No, but I always thought the Monopoly guy had a monocle too. I think I think it's because it looks somewhat similar. They both have the top hat. You know, they both have the mustache. Did I show you have a professor who looks like the Pringles can guy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing this means that our first segment of the day is going to be a Mandela effect. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we did have a show lined up, but I guess we can venture off a little bit. It's not too early. All right, so. Oh, what's another crazy Mandela effect? Did you see that people were saying that the little like squiggly in the Ford F in the logo, like they never thought that it existed? I knew that was there the entire time. I just there's, never paid attention enough, honestly. There's Jif versus Jiffy peanut butter. Oh. No, it's, it's definitely Jif. Mm. No, because Jiffy comes from Jiffy Lube. There was one that I saw that was uh, <clears throat> uh, Curious George Never Had a Tail. Oh, I know he didn't. Like, people thought he had a tail. Like, <laughs> I, I never realized that one. And people would always um, misspell Looney Tunes. It's not T-O-O-N-S. It's T-U-N-E-S. Like, yeah, same thing with Fruit Loops. Yeah, it's like musical tunes. Yeah. Oh, 
What else was there? Um, it's like I'd like sex and the city, not um, sex in the city. Are we on the same article? I believe we are. Okay. Are you guys looking up like the, the most common or most like crazy Mandela effect? Well, no, I just looked up Mandela effect and I got to goodhousekeeping.com and it's giving me a bunch of shit now. It's actually got the Fruit Loops one too that you were just talking about. Yeah. Um, oh shit, the Flintstones. Interesting. Hold on. Everybody was, like, really confused about Pikachu's tail. Like, they thought it was black at the end of it. No, it's black at the bottom of it. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's just all yellow. Is it? You know, but it's brown at the bottom. Yeah, but everybody thought that little black squiggly at the top was, oh. gonna, was like, gonna, gonna be the thing. And there's no hyphen in Kit Kat. It's just Kit Kat. I never thought that there was a teen Skechers. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, I knew there was a hyphen kick out. Another big one was uh, Mona Lisa's smile. She like, has like, a little smirk, right? Yeah, everybody thinks she has like a little smirk, or it's like, you can't see it, you gotta look at it this way. Oh, here's the one for my Star Wars people. Huh. Uh, C-3PO's leg. You know about C-3PO's leg? You know, one, like, his one lower half, I think, of his right side is silver. Let me see. Like, his, because I think, I don't know if his, I don't know the exact reason behind it, but he's got the one silver, like, he was silver at one point, but he's just got that one silver leg from where, uh, from when he was still being built, I guess. Yeah. Oh, here it is. The uh, the Flintstones have two T's. I just saw that one. Interesting. I didn't know that. It's crazy. Uh, so anyway. Oh, here's another one. Oh, life anyway. life is like a box of chocolates. Life was like a box of chocolates. No. I feel like I just never paid attention enough as a kid. Yeah, like honestly, I never really looked at all this shit. And she no, never said mirror, mirror on the wall either. No, because you know what? That doesn't make any grammatical sense with, with the Forrest Gump thing. Because life was like a box of chocolates. You're never gonna, you never know what you're going to get. It would have been, you'd never know what you got. Or you'd never know what you were going to get. Right? Grammatically, that's, that makes sense. And we've all seen uh, Silence of the Lambs, right? Yeah. What does Lecter say when he Hector. meets Clarice for the first time? Hello, Clarice. No. Yes, he does. He says good morning. No, he does not. He says good morning. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Anyway. <laughs> so he says good morning. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on with the actual episode. We'll, we'll fight about that later. Yeah. All right. So we decided as a group uh, that we would have a heavy focus this episode on certain conspiracy theories, not stupid ones like... Uh, like are people in the government lizard people or something like that like conspiracy theories that could actually be real like flat earth that's so fucking stupid I know don't even get me started (laughs) alright so I mean I think we all have our unique views on this stuff like Ryan goes a little deeper into it Alyssa goes a little deeper into it for me I kind of like to scratch the surface because I'm kind of scared I'm going to find something out (laughs) um so first and foremost do you guys think that aliens are real yeah absolutely okay so do I so what would you guys say, like, was, like, the moment that you kind of, like, realized that? 
Well, it all started when I watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Okay, off to a great start. <laughs> I should have won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know, once I started doing research on it and realized just how in-depth these things get, and there's just no way it could be fake to me. I don't know. I mean, I'm, on, I'm like in the same boat. Like, mine wasn't because of Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but... <clears throat> mine was because uh, me and my dad actually had like an experience with a UFO years ago did you oh please please do tell uh, we he I was like t- 12 13 years old probably and this was like in the winter time during uh, Christmas break uh, he was outside smoking a cigarette and I was just out there with him and he looked up in the sky and he just said what the hell is that so he and I look up at the same time and like I'm like what it's a plane He's like, no, like, n- nothing's blinking on it. What do you it, mean? So, like, how did it look? Like, it just looked like, like, you, you've obviously seen a, you've obviously seen, like, a plane flying in the air. Yeah. It looked like that. And you see, like, the headlight that it has up at the front, and you see the blinking lights. Right. It looked like a regular plane flying, but he pointed out that there was no blinking lights that you would see, like, the green and red lights that you would see on the plane. Oh, the lights could have been out. But then it gets weirder. It stopped. It stopped moving, and then it just shot right back up. How old were you? I was like 13. Jesus and then, Christ. and what's creepy is my dad talked to his, um, uh, his buddy who was a dispatcher for Trenton Police, mm-hmm. and she said that they got like three or four calls about something flying in the sky. Interesting. And then I started doing my own research, mm-hmm. and the, the galaxy is infinite. Oh, absolutely. There's genuinely no way there's no other form of life out there. Oh, absolutely. There's no chance. No. N- no way at all. There couldn't be. Uh, do you have any experience with uh, UFOs or aliens, would you say? I don't think so. Really? Do you? Yes. I actually have a few. I'm listening. So, the first one, actually, I'll start off with this one because this one isn't like as significant, but it's still, you know, it's there. So... Me and um, we were smoking one night in the Boons, and we were driving back down Sawmill Road. It was dark as shit out, and then out of nowhere, we both look up in the sky. We see this thing that looks like it's like bright orange with like a yellow like center, and like the orange was kind of like tailing off, like it had a like a fire tail. And we both see it, and we're just like. Oh my god, what the fuck is that? My head went because like we were having really bad tension with tensions with Russia at the time, and I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna bomb us here it comes. <laughs> and then she thought that it was like a meteor or something like that. And then that's we're... instantly what I thought. I thought meteor. So we keep driving, right? And like we're, we both are just like fixated on this thing. And then it kind of like we go past some trees and kind of like obscure it. And when we can pass, go past trees, it's gone without a fucking trace. So I was like what the fuck was that so she thinks that's a alien or ufo i don't know what the hell that could have been that was just freaky but this happened when i was maybe like nine or ten and i used to go to my dad's house like every weekend um his house in pennsylvania and i remember one morning he's driving me back home so i can go to school and we're getting on the bridge that takes you over the well i'm not sure if it's the delaware river but it's on 295, and it takes you over the bridge to, um, like, where, if you're going towards, like, Bacon Fields and Capitol Health, that big fucking hospital. Yeah. Going over that bridge, 
And I look out the passenger window and I see this like white and blue biplane like hovering in the air. And it wasn't over the water or anything. It was like over like a, like a house. And it was just hovering there. Wasn't moving. We started behind it. We ended up past it. So I didn't know what I thought. I think I thought it was just going slow at first. And then I keep my eye on it. I take like a glance away for a second as we're getting on the exit that would take me to see it like full circle. Mm-hmm. And then it was just gone. I was just like, either that plane got abducted or that plane was a fucking alien. <laughs> so. Have a UFO encounter. It It was when I was in North Carolina uh, this past summer, and the moon was bright red, blood red. That has nothing to do with the story. I just thought it was really cool. (laughs) Real quick, I had a dream last night that we were watching a uh, a lunar eclipse. You and I? Dope. It was cool. Um, The moon was blood red, and I was with my friends, Jordan and Manny. And we would sit out on the uh, the dock every night and just watch the moon and look at the sea, um, whatever. So we're, we would watch the moon rise, and it was always really cool. Um, and as the moon was rising one night, something kind of appeared from, from the other side of the clouds to where we could see it. And it was just hovering there, and it was this little green light. And... It just stayed there. It didn't move. It didn't do anything. Um, and then all of a sudden we blinked and it was gone. By any chance could that have been nope, a drone? Nope. No. Okay. Alright. I'll, I'll believe you. <laughs> no. I mean, for I mean, me... Anything that you see in the air that you don't know what it is is a UFO. It's an unidentified flying object. Okay, you know what I mean, though. Birds. They're not real. They're not. Oh, he has a conspiracy theory that pigeons aren't real. I hate pigeons. They're not real. Their necks just bother me. He's like, you ever see a baby pigeon? No. You haven't. One time, I when I worked in New York, I um, this guy, I walked past him in the street, he was just holding a pigeon in the palm of his hand and just walking with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just, just sounds like an average just, day in New York. Yeah. They're just domesticated. It freaks me out. <laughs> it, it's like when the government shut down a year or two ago, did any of you see a bird? Yes. No. See? Illuminati? How do, you, how do you remember whether or not you saw a bird? I remember what fucking birds look like. And I remember looking up in the sky and not seeing anything flying above me. I don't know, man. I think you might just be tripping on that. Tripping or not, I'm right. Dude. That's, pigeons can't fly, right? Because the batteries weigh them down. Yeah. No, they can fly. No, but the batteries need to be charged. Oh my god. That's why we're in lockdown right now. All the birds are going to be charged. <laughs> I'm seeing plenty of birds, sir. <laughs> yeah, I said not all of them. <clears throat> Whatever. Um, but no, like, aliens is, like, a really interesting concept to me, but, like, I don't know, like, to what extent do you guys think that, like, aliens, like, do exist? Like, do you, do you think that there's simply extraterrestrial life? Like, how, like, if there were, like, bacteria that was alive on another planet or something like that, that would be considered extraterrestrial life? Or do you think that there is advances, like, science fiction makes them out to be? Yeah, because when have you ever watched one of those videos where they start off on Earth and they keep zooming out and it just gets scarier and scarier and scarier and scarier? You mean the videos that I watched? The, one, down? the ones that come for you because I'll explain my theory on my my thing on that later. Um, you can't look at the 
fully expanded version from the video, which probably isn't even half of it, and tell me there's nothing else out there. <clears throat> like, there are people in this galaxy, in this universe, who live like us. There is no chance that we are the only people who live the way that we do. Remember the alien episode from Drake and Josh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> It's like, like genuinely, there's no chance that we are the only quote-unquote human life out in the universe. Well, my thing is, I can understand that perspective. My thing is, is I don't think they look as different. Like, if they, okay, hypothetically speaking, if there was no knowledge of an alien like colony somewhere on another planet, I don't think they would look too different from us because, yeah, think awesome. about, like, we had to go through billions and billions of years of random evolution so that we could get to where we are now. I'm sure that, you know, the laws of physics apply in every aspect of the universe. And um, ultimately, I'm sure whatever life form would have to go through that same evolutionary process in order to get there. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> it, like, that, the way that they're depicted is, like, obviously a dramatization just so they can be seen as different. It's scary. <laughs> Yeah, and scary, because, like, even though they're probably, like you said, just like you and I, it's just, like, the, the idea of other people that aren't on this planet can kind of freak people out. Mm -hmm. Like, the idea that there's, like, another, that there's a chance that there's another me somewhere in this galaxy is kind of creepy. And then when you think about that more, there's, like, people, like, it goes into, like, maybe alternate realities even, where... The other thing where things have happened, where things are so much different, like where we actually maybe handled COVID better, or maybe JFK didn't get shot, or uh, Trump never became president, or uh, Michael Jackson never died, allegedly. Uh, it just gets you thinking, and it really, when you know that the universe is infinite, it just gets to, it doesn't get to your head, but it really makes you think, like, you're really not alone anywhere. Right. Honestly, I, I hope that there's uh, other life out there, because it'd be kind of creepy to think about us just being alone in the that universe. That is a very just lonely thought. Yeah, I mean, like, especially if you take into, like, consideration, like, the visuals, right? And I think it's really... I'm not sure if either of you have ever seen, like, the Cosmos documentary, like, the docuseries that came mm -hmm. out, and then they're kind of, like, having, like, a simulated version of, like, what uh, Voyager 1 looks like, and, like, how it, like, would look floating through space, and then, like, the, um, like, the golden record that they have on it that plays all the sounds of Earth, and they have a song on there from, like, the 1960s, like, to just think that that thing is just floating out into nothing with that song, like, eerily playing, and just, like, no, like, just, like, the fact that nothing could be out there. Oh, that's just fucking weird. I don't like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and kind of off topic, but kind of still on topic, like, one of the, like, I always looked up, like, Mars rover stuff, because, like, I also genuinely believe that there's life on Mars, but... I um, there was. But, uh, the, one, the, the Mars rover, the one thing that would always make me, like, really sad and realize how, like, how alone it could be in space was that every year when it was made, it would sing happy birthday to itself up until it died. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's kind of sad to think about. Cause like, because then you just start thinking about yourself just sitting there just singing happy birthday to yourself. Just like, oh, that's sad as shit. Yeah. This isn't a conspiracy, but when I think about how big the Earth is and there's, what, seven or eight billion people, it freaks me out thinking that there's got to be some other people in this world that look, like, similar to 
I don't know. Like doppelgangers? Not, like, yes, but, like, not, like, the, the creepy ghost kind. Um, Just, like, somewhat similar, not exact, are you saying? Yeah. There, there's seven, eight billion people out there, and there's got to be someone that at least kind of looks like you. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think about that, and I wonder where... Well, one kind of, like, you know, like, one thing that helped me notice that was the fact that someone said, you know, there's... 7.8 billion people on the planet and only so many different voices I'm sure there's hundreds of people that have the same voice as you which is crazy to think about we were actually uh, Ashley was actually saying at work that when you and John are talking on the mic it sounds kind of similar okay well you know what like John and I do not have the same voice <laughs> no, on the mic it's kind of the same because like John's kind of uh, that's through distortion he, bro no but he's like usually when he talks he's boombastic you hear him you yeah. know he's got a booming voice but then when he's on the mic, it just kind of sounds like your monotone level kind of voice. It just sounds like the same guy. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, I don't expect him to start going like, hey, guys, all over in the mic and everything, but that's just how it is. He's blow a fucking eardrum. Yeah, seriously. I'll have it up all the way just to hear it. So, while we're on the topic of aliens, um, this is my favorite thing to look up ever. So, first, let me prompt the question. Do you guys think, by any chance, that aliens helped, if not did it themselves, building the pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what makes you think that? Just, okay. Without looking at my evidence. No, 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 you have your evidence. You have your thing. I know what your thing is. But I think when you look into it and look at the technology for the time, it just, they, civilization was not advanced enough to create that. Or know, at least know that structure, the geometry behind it. Right. And also we can talk about the fact that similar structures have been built all over the world around the same time period where they wouldn't know that each other existed. Like right. the Mayans, for example. And how each culture kind of has its own flood story, but they're different. You know, like Noah's Ark and things like that. There are many cultures um, that have a very similar story, but they all include their own gods. Um, but I, I'm sure... I don't know. Just the way, going back to it, the way civilization was advanced by that point, knowing the geography and the architecture behind it, I just don't think it's possible. Okay. I I kind I agree with her really. Like the way that you look at it, excuse me. Um, there's no, like, the, there was no cranes back then. You see how tall those things are. Yeah. You know, and nobody was walking up them like steps. They're taller than a lot than like most buildings, like most like big towering buildings and like she was saying the technological advances that were around back then just doesn't make sense like there's no way that they would carry these pounds upon pounds hundreds and hundreds of pounds up and down these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of flights and feet and everything going up to the top and then having to walk all the way back that's death yeah like you're going to die doing that mm. and so like i've heard people say that it could just be really like erosion like, it was already a structure that just got beat to fuck by the sand, and it just made that form? Yeah, so it just made three perfect pyramids. I don't right? fucking know, dude. I'm not right. saying that one's real. Right. But the it, it just doesn't make sense to me. I, granted, they could have had multiple thousands upon thousands upon thousands of slaves doing it, but then again, those thousands upon thousands upon thousands of would, slaves would have died throughout. And, like, they, and they would have had to know the geometry and the structure, and like exactly. the carpentry behind it, and like, there's no cut stone. There's no way that they knew what a pyramid was. Yeah, let alone make three of them. So it's not like they're like, oh, I like that one, but one just like it. <laughs> so, my, uh, you guys kind of both present like the negative evidence of it, where it's just like there's not, it's not possible that it happened. Here's my positive evidence. 
So, and this, I'm sure, sounds very far-fetched to a lot of people. Mind you, people, this is literally just a conspiracy theory episode. We're literally just shitting around. <laughs> just having a good time. Leave yeah. us alone. Don't try to debunk anything. Just shut the fuck up. Breathe. Okay. I Listen, I've been 0 to 100 all fucking day, Alyssa can oh tell you. Oh my god, we woke up this morning. He just woke I'm, up and chose I'm violence. Waking, yes. I'm waking up, I'm doing my stretches. Ooh, ah, good morning, blah, blah, blah. This fucking kid on my discussion forum, bro. <laughs> liberals, nah. Literally, babe, babe, these liberals, babe, babe. I literally started discussion yelling. forums. <laughs> I started yelling at the computer because I was just so pissed off with this one kid who kept saying that like North Korea has less propaganda than the United States. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Anyway, that's besides the point. So we're gonna have to talk about that. <laughs> What? The propaganda bullshit you just said. I, I didn't say it. The kids said it. No, I, we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> we, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, so this could sound a lot, like very far-fetched to a lot of people, but I think it's very... It's hard to fucking pick lottery numbers, let alone have this be a fucking coincidence. So the, six, the first six digits of the coordinates for the Great Pyramid of Giza, the, the big one, mm-hmm. is... Who wants to write down this number? Yeah. Okay. So it's 229.9792. Okay? 229 or just 29? 29. Right. 9792. Yes. Okay. So the first six digits of the speed of light is 299. 792. Mm-hmm. And then some odd numbers for um, meters per second or whatever. I'm not sure what the M slash S is. So how is it possible that math being arguably the language of the universe because like math works in all up in every aspect if you don't understand it that not only did they get the coordinates but they also got the speed of light to match it. Like, does that sound far-fetched? I mean, like, when you don't look at it, and it, it, it sounds like a reach, but then when you look into it, and then bring in the negative side with the how the technology was back then, it kind of makes sense. Right, but you gotta think about it. Like, is that just... Could that just be the world's biggest fucking coincidence? That'd be... That, again, it's hard to pick fucking six lottery numbers, let alone... That'd be something, honestly. Right. So it could be possible that the pyramids of Giza were like some way to. It's um, it's gonna be one of those things where it's like, we're just never gonna find out the answer because nobody knows exactly. Nobody was around back then. Until UFOs come back and they fucking like abduct the pyramids. It's like it's like oh yeah, we're just taking these back now. It's like yeah, give it back. Come on, you guys don't deserve it. You're building a city around it. Get the fuck out of here. Like Jesus Christ, you put bodies in here. <laughs> That's not what it was for. <laughs> I just sent, I wrote the number down and I sent it to Brie because I just, I don't know, it was there. I was like, let me just send it. And she was telling me this story and I just responded with the speed of light and she said, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I genuinely think that there's... <laughs> it's just too good. That's what I'm saying. I love that girl. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, the, the fact of the matter is that, like, the Great Pyramids of Giza and Egypt were built. Um, the Mayan uh, p- 
pyramids were built roughly around the same time, and I'm sure those two cultures had no idea each other existed, let alone could have been inspired by one or the other. Yeah. And they're all, if you think about it too, they're all astron- like astronomically aligned to something. Like, I know that they used the pyramids in um, uh, where, where the Mayans were in, uh, like, South Mexico. <clears throat> like, they used those to, like, write down zodiacs and, like, you know, like, observe stars and shit. I'm just like, there's no fucking way that those weren't built for a purpose. Yeah. Like, the aliens wanted to help us understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I kind of hope that you're right. Just because that would be fucking awesome. Right? That'd be fucking awesome. But it, it just be, it, it's like I said, it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, we'll never know until they come back. Mm-hmm. And that's even if they come back. <laughs> they probably watch us destroy each other. They're probably, they're like, probably yeah, like, what we... the fuck are they doing? It's like, well, you know, our job here is done. <laughs> <sighs> I just head back. It's like, alright, we, we, we set them straight. Uh, so... I know you guys are having a lot of fun with this conversation. Um, I don't know too much about them, so you're going to have to kind of like guide me through it. So, let's talk about cryptids. Ooh. Okay, so... Mothman. Oh, I love the Mothman. Mothman. I love that one. Alright, for those of you who don't know what cryptids are, cryptids are essentially the urban legend animals and whatever creatures that you would see in various parts of the country and world, etc. Like... For example, in New Jersey, we have the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. In like the West Virginia, Virginia area, or Maryland, they have the Mothman. Oh, let's also not forget the Devil's Tree. Yeah. Oh, Jersey. Oh, yeah, the Devil's Tree. I forgot about that for that, a second. That's a freaky one, man. Um, there's the Bigfoot the everywhere. The Meg. Oh, fuck you. The Meg. The, I love the Meg. Uh, the Loch Ness monster in Scotland, the skunk ape down in Florida, the the uh, chupacabra, mm. the and. My, I guess it's like. So what would you say your favorite is? My, my, my favorite, Nessie. Yeah. Really? Yeah, cause like that was the one I kind of grew up on. Like that's the first one I knew about. Okay. Cause like you obviously hear about like, you see the Bigfoot video by the time you're five. Yeah. And then you kind of like debunk that one. Mm. So as much as I want Bigfoot to be real, that's probably one I don't believe in. But like Nessie, it's just like that holds a special place in my heart, and I don't know why. Uh. <laughs> It, it, because uh, there was this one South Park skit uh, where Chef's parents lived in Scotland. Chef. And uh, his parents kept getting bothered by the fucking Loch Ness Monster. Bothered by it? Yes. Like, as in the Loch Ness Monster was coming to their door every day talking about, I need about tree fitty. <laughs> and then they ask what tree fitty is. That's $3.50. And the Loch Ness Monster would come back in different costumes. <laughs> he came back as a Girl Scout once selling cookies and told them that he needs about tree fitted. And then... Is that when they start talking about the succubus? Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I, I hold roots in the United Kingdom. Outside of Ireland as well, I'm very English and Scottish. And... Yeah, it, a, that's where our love for uh, sea shanties comes into play. Hell yeah. And, it, and Irish whiskey. Woo! But, uh, My yeah, like, weird. Nessie just kind of holds that place in me where it's like I wanted to be real so bad. Mm. And even then, I could probably say the Jersey Devil, too, because I'm from Jersey. True. All right, Alyssa, what would you say your favorite cryptid is? I feel like I already know. Mothman? Yes. Mothman. Or is it the Meg? Oh, no, it is the Meg. Well, the Meg was real. No. But there's, there's the theory that it's a cryptid and it's still real. We just haven't rediscovered it. 
Yeah, what is this? Like, fuck that movie that you showed no. me. No. That movie freaked Stop. me the fuck out. I love the Meg. I, people, like, we, we need to understand something here. I have a horrible fear of the deep ocean. I think everybody should. Well, I mean, here's no. something to think about. Even when you're swimming in the ocean and, never, and nobody's around you, you're, you're never, never alone. alone. Fuck you. You know, you can, you can go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> No, I don't like that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't you have that that um that fear? Uh, it's like philosophobia, where it's like you're um in deep water and you can't. It's all murky, so you can't see anything around you. Yeah, I don't like that because what was it? There was that one scene in the Meg where she's like looking around her and like there's like mm-hmm. below her is like a little bit of bright green and then just turns to black. I was like, no, 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 we're um, done. We're done. <laughs> At the aquarium, do you remember? Do you remember Camden Aquarium? I've never been yeah. there. I, I went there for like my eighth grade field trip. Actually, do you my, my school was lame as shit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> first of all, the shark tunnel, glorious, lovely time, ten out of ten, gourmet if you would. Um, Chef's kiss. Not like but, like that, that. That was probably one of my favorite parts though, just the shark tunnel. Cause you know how fucking cool it is, just walking through and in seeing a tunnel it. of sharks. That's so cool. Like you, you'll never do that in the ocean. You guys are, you guys What's are. that above you? A shark. What's that to the left of you? A shark. Oh, look at to that. To the right of you? Fucking shark. Fucking shark. Hey, you know what? It's all fun in games until the megalodon comes around like it did with that little girl in the fucking movie, and it just bites the shit out of the glass. It's all fun in games until you realize that the only dangerous shark is a tiger shark. Great whites. Sharks aren't just dead. Sharks aren't vicious for the sake of being vicious. You know there are no great whites in aquariums. Yeah, because they're an endangered species. Well, not even that. Their hunting, their hunting priming would come into play. Well, well that, that, and also I think, what don't they only survive up to like two years? Well, in yeah, captivity? but um, they need so much space. If they and aquariums can't provide that much space, they tried. They tried to make the biggest tank ever for sharks, but the sharks still died. Yeah. Um, if they feel isolated at all, they just they die. It's because they'll drown, like because they they always have to keep moving. The Meg. Oh, yeah, anyway. Any flashbacks? The fact that the ocean is that deep. Oh my sh- Nope, I don't want to hear it. We have only discovered 30% of the ocean. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this, man. And then I want to say 40% down, the way down, is where it just gets pitch black for the rest. Like, most of the ocean is I just pitch black. Ow, ow, oh, my earrings, man. <laughs> pitch ow. black. You can't see a damn thing. And you're telling me. That there's nothing down there? Oh. There's probably something huge down there and I don't want to see it. You would never have to see it. Those, those like, have where to where would you ever find yourself that deep in the ocean? I don't know, but you know what? I would huh? have to, I would George have to, Cameron? And his fucking nightmares. I would have to I would have to like realize that that exists. Fuck, it's James Cameron. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> no, but you know what's funny too? Is that Alyssa has a deep, has a fear of deep space, and I fucking love deep space. I've literally said, and I'm gonna explain why that video of it zooming out of Earth comforts me so much. But you can watch the same video of the ocean and not be comforted. No. Because they said the ocean's about mm, sixteen Eiffel towers deep. Yeah. Well, you want to know what? At least in space, Wait, a lot of it's observable. Yes. At least you know, like pretty much what's out there. We yeah, but the, on that same note, we really don't. So. That's right, why space like, is unpredictable, and a meteor could come and hit us. What's going to come out of the ocean? The mag. A crab. The no, mag. No, it would stay in the ocean. It can't breathe. Evolution, man. 
Again, let me let me fucking explain my shit, okay? You can finish. You can finish. God, you guys know I'm already on like 110 today. Anyway, so you're terrified. Alyssa is terrified of deep space, and it comforts me because anytime if I'm like stressing out about something, even if I have like a little like a tiny little stomach ache or something, all I have to do is like in my head just envision the video of like like earth like just big as shit and then it zooms out and shows how actually tiny it is and the reason that comforts me so much is because that makes me think every single problem that i have in my life is extremely it's not even a blip like the universe doesn't give a shit the universe is going to function with my problems or without my problems so at the end of the day i'm just like why should i worry about it if the universe isn't worried about it that's what comforts me i mean i guess that's fair I mean, the deep ocean one kind of makes sense to me too. Why? Why does it make sense to you? No, it's as in like the as in the fear of it, asshole. Fuck you. It makes sense because it's like the same way how we don't know what's in space. Really, we really don't know what's deeper down there. But but the thing is, we can observe space. We can observe the ocean. We can. Yeah, it just takes somebody ballsy enough. Ocean. It's not. It's like you're acting like fucking the thing from South Park where they drill into the fucking center of the earth and Cthulhu is gonna fucking come out of the ocean. Okay, well, you want to know what? What was that one thing? Uh, I think it was like a recording that they found that they had the from blip. the ocean. Julia. Yeah, also known as a blip. You know how fucking terrifying that is? <laughs> that thing was close. Actually, no, it wasn't close. It was still that fucking loud. That means the thing was huge. It could have come close. You don't know. You don't fucking know. Okay, so, Chim, what's your favorite cryptid? <laughs> oh, God, I love all of So many I love. <laughs> We didn't even expand on the Mothman. We, we should finish that. Well, isn't that your favorite? Yeah, so I guess we can just bounce our, our love for the Mothman. Yeah. You also like Mothman? Mm-hmm. Cool. Mothman's the shit, dude. In Call of Duty, that, like, um, when I play online, that was my code name was Mothman. Oh, really? Yeah, because the Mothman is supposed to be, like, an like a bad omen of uh, destruction, so... And I was like, yes. Yeah, because I remember when there was, like, a bridge that collapsed in, like, West Virginia or something, and people were saying that they saw the Mothman on it before it collapsed. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the Mothman was, is a really cool concept, though, because, like, it doesn't show, like, he's not, like, an, there's, like, no, like, maliciousness with it. Yeah. It's, like, no, he's just, like, a, to let you guys know, oh, some shit's about to happen, <laughs> you know? It's like a <clears> warning <throat> sign. But there was like a like a I'm not sure if it was doctor or not. But there was like some kind of picture or video of like the Mothman flying away as the as the South Tower on 9/11 collapsed. Hmm. And that's not to make light of 9/11. Believe me, I do not like to make light of that at all. I zoned out and I think I zoned back in at a really bad time. <laughs> no, he, he was talking about how like there was like a <clears throat> a maybe edited video of the Mothman flying oh. away from the South Tower. Got it. But, I mean, not, like, with the Mothman, it's almost like he's kind of like Spider-Man in the sense, like, it, like Spider-Man from Family Guy, though. Like, everybody gets one. Like, when you see him, you know you're not supposed to be in that fucking area. Everybody gets one. I just realized we're all spending our lovely Valentine's Day talking about the Mothman, and that makes me really happy. Hell yeah. Yo, uh, yo, uh, Mothman, you trying to be my Valentine, homeboy? <laughs> hey, man, this goes to some... Go to somewhere where crazy shit always happens and just look for them. Just go to fucking Florida. There you go. Alright, well, I'm going to expand on something then since we're still on the topic of conspiracy theories. And you brought up the Mothman and 9-11. 
how do you feel about the conspiracies that the American government portrayed 9-11 instead of the Al-Qaeda? It pisses me the fuck off because none of that's true. Why the fuck would the American government kill thousands of innocent Americans just to justify a war? How many times we've gone to war without justification? Yeah, I know. Now, well, we've had justification, but it was never really explained to the fucking people. What, are you excited for me to get angry? Yes. Oh, my God. Get angry. Oh, oh. I get got rowdy. No, because you want to know... Get a little bit of rowdy. Let's not, for, let's not fucking forget. Let's not fucking forget. When people threw a shit fit, because the guy who killed Osama bin Laden, the guy who fucking coordinated 9-11... When he didn't wear a mask on a plane and people like were throwing him under the bus, they were calling him anti-American, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, really, he killed America's most wanted? Most wanted after fucking almost, what, 11 years? More than that. And you're trying to tell me that somehow he's anti-American because he doesn't fucking wear a mask even when, again, I'm not an anti-masker. But I do think it's kind of odd that as soon as mask mandate went up, cases shot the fuck up. And they haven't gone back down since, even after the mask mandate. So, do masks really work? I don't fucking know. Wear one for the sake of wearing one. But, you know. So now onto the conspiracy theory of COVID. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Anyway. um, No, I mean, Mothman's... I just like the concept of him. You know, like the the pictures that people come up with with for him. Right. Well, now I actually have a question related to cryptids. Um... Like, obviously, we have our favorites, and then we know the ones that are a little far-fetched. Do, what cryptids do you think are too, a little too far-fetched to even be uh, entertained as real? You can go first. I gotta think about that one. I don't know. Um, when I think about this, I go back to... Uh, uh, this show that used to be on Animal Planet. I was talking to you about it before we started everything. Uh, Lost Tapes. Uh, basically, what that show was... It, it was obviously just, like, actors and shit. But it was, uh... Like, found footage of people subsequently dying from, uh... These mythological creatures. Such as the Mothman. And there was one, the Thunderbird. Um... There's like the Mongolian sandworms, uh, the hellhound, Jersey Devil, mm. zombies, vampires, shit like that. I would say the one I think is too is most far fetched is the the mermaids that they said that they found a skeleton of, and I'm just like, no, you didn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think it would be so dope if mermaids were real, but I just mm, possibility out there. It's like half like beautiful woman, half fish. And somehow sailors are supposed to want to fuck that. Oh, Lord. Like, what hole? Where's the hole? Exactly. I don't know. Maybe she was a $10 sucky-sucky kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? That's funny. Hey, man. It's Full Metal Jacket. Jesus. No, I know. I watched the fucking movie. <laughs> but, like, to kind of, like, expand, like, for, like, you say mermaids. For me, it's Pixies. There's a lot of stupid shit out there, don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of dumbass shit out there, but you're you're not going to bring me the skeleton of a small dead bird and tell me it's a fucking pixie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to enjoy my checks, bro. (laughs) 
what? It's what it is. That nothing is ever that small. There is no possible fucking way a human ends up that small. It's like gnomes or hobbits. They don't fucking exist. Gnomes are just a nickname for the midges back in the day. You're literally you showing me a baby sparrow. Do you remember that Goosebumps episode with the gnomes? Oh, good fucking god. Did you watch Goosebumps? Did you read the books at least? I, I loved the books. There was one about the gnomes. Uh, uh, heads up, y'all, don't watch the fucking movie. Only watch the, like, the, the original ones that R.L. Stein did himself. They're on Netflix. I know they are. Bum, 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 bum. We should watch them tonight. Mm-hmm. You just gave me an idea. Hey, there we go. Did you ever watch The Dirt? I never watched it, actually. Shame. <laughs> um, I think the, the idea of the Jersey Devil is really cool. However, I really love, like, the, um... Not, not like, the mystery, but, like, the, the legends of the Devil's Tree in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. How, like, there's, like, no snow around it. Um, it never grows leaves, but it's not dead. I love that shit. You know, that reminds me of that tree from Sleepy Hollow. It reminds me of, uh, the tree from House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, I know you love that movie. House of a Thousand Corpses is the most underrated thriller movie of all time. And it is... And Dr. Satan's tree reminds me so much of the devil tree in North Jersey. It's probably what it was inspired by, to an extent. Yeah, because the whole thing... Well, like, there's nothing, like, cryptic about Dr. Satan's tree, to my knowledge. The only thing was that they hung the guy there because of the practices that they found him doing at the mental asylum. Right. But mind you, the devil's tree in in New Jersey was originally a spot where the KKK uh, chapter of New Jersey would go and hanged black people yeah so and it like <clears throat> maybe it was inspired by that because i'm pretty i don't know if, i don't know where rob zombie's from but he directed that so maybe he found some sort of a correlation with that but uh it just it, it brings me back to house of a thousand corpses and i love house of a thousand corpses which makes me love the idea of the devil's tree that much more than i already do he's from massachusetts so he, he could know about it. I'm sure he does. But the thing is, because like, Massachusetts is a big ghost state, too. Yeah. And they have Salem and everything. Ooh. My mom loves going to Salem. I want to go to Salem so bad. We should go like a nice little vacation. I got vacation yeah. time in July. Ooh. Sounds like we're going. Woo. We can do, start do, our do a podcast from, from uh, Salem. Yeah, you can bring Jasmine. Word. Yeah. We can start our uh, 30 Parks trip around that point, too. <gasps> oh, oh, we should. If if we're allowed to go. They would want to go home, but... (laughs) No, we have a fucking... uh... Dude, they would want to go home after Boston. (laughs) Nah, no, like, as in, like, we would just go to the stadiums and then they would just chill out on the town. That's true. What, what, for two and a half hours while the baseball game gets played? Yeah, they can drink. True, true. What makes you think I would want to be interested? Nothing. Jasmine likes baseball. Listen, I didn't know if you. I got... like baseball. Okay, well, well baseball, baseball, according to some. Are you Fenway baseball interests. Oh God! Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> shut the fuck up! All right. Have we had enough of the conspiracy theory talk? Yeah, wait. I have a question. Yeah. Not conspiracy related, but I feel like it would be a good question to answer. What have you guys been listening to this week, and why? Oh. Did um... you read this upside down? <laughs> no. What is it? Songs that have meaning to you. No. Oh, shit. So I guess I can kind of piggyback into that. Yeah. I can't read your handwriting in, in general, let alone upside down. It's cursive, people. It's not hard. I mean, I, like, I, I could read it because I was drilled cursive into my head when I was I fucking cursive. seven. <clears throat> yeah, Catholic school, so it does to you. 
Now here's the thing though the the nun who taught me cursive was the sweetest lady on the planet. Though did she ever beat you? No, she never beat me. Did she threatened to? No, Sister Marie would would never hurt a soul. She would never use a ruler, never ever ever. And even then, it wasn't allowed when I was a kid. But even when she taught my dad, she uh, he said that she was the same way. It reminds me of that Anthony Jeselnik bit where he's like, um, <laughs> he's like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, the nuns used to beat, beat me, me with rulers and slap me, <laughs> throw books at me, anything. To save themselves. <laughs> um, so, to answer your question, me personally, like, you're talking music-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, again, going back to our last episode, because my ego is so big, I have to listen to music that is by artists that match my ego. So I've listened to a lot of Jay-Z, a lot of Kanye West, a lot of The Weeknd. You know, stuff that makes me feel good about myself. Interesting. Uh... Me this week has just kind of been a the regular smorgasbord of bullshit that I normally listen to. Like what? Uh, I started out my week on Chili Peppers, you know, the usual wave. Uh, throughout the week, I threw in, like, the rappers I listen to. Mac Miller, Uzi, Travis, uh, Polo G. Uh, fucking, I, I got into a really big classical kick recently. I've been listening to a lot of Cab Calloway. I don't know why, but I've, like, fallen in love with Cab Calloway's music. It's so fucking good. And then obviously, like, the rock bands, fucking uh, Alice in Chains, Pantera, uh, Pearl Jam a little bit. Not mm-hmm. a lot, though. Mm-hmm. I hate Pearl Jam. It's literally, like, it, it's Jeremy and, like, Rearview Mirror. And Black, kind of. But So what have you been listening to since you prompted the question? Um, I miss going to concerts every weekend. And... I like a lot of, I don't even know what genre, like, DIY basement punk. So, true indie. Yeah. Um, a lot of the bands that I really like, Mom Jeans and Surf Curse and Remo Drive, um, bands that I've just seen live and can remember that night because I really want to go back to a concert. Mm. And... Yeah, I don't know. I, I listen to those bands now because I'm like thinking of the days where I can go back to concerts. Mm. Yeah. And Neck Deep is supposed to come to Asbury Park in December, and I really want to go. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of true indie DIY punk bands. Okay. Oh, and Bishop Gun. I've listened to a lot of fucking Bishop Gun. <laughs> I, I've noticed that I'm not listening to punk as not anywhere near as much as I used to. Yeah. So it's kind of a shame. But you know what? I will say, like, although I really enjoy punk rock, um, especially like skate punk and surf punk, I don't know, there's just something about the fact that it's like very like emo lyrics and stuff. Like I don't feel really good about myself while listening to it. I kinda just feel like more like I'm emotional, huh? Like <laughs> so I was like, you know what, like I wanna have a mentality change. Let me listen to some like braggadocious, like step on next kind of shit you know that's where i'm at like i put that on my headphones when i go to work at ups because when i work at ups i just get pissed off and i have to have like this angry ass music playing in my ears at all times (laughs) heavy and angry (laughs) it sucks i just come home so pissed off I wish I could see the look in your eye. Like, do you get a slight twitch or anything? Oh, like, no, like, 
like I'm normally typically a quiet person to begin with, but I just zone the fuck out. I look <laughs> you good there, bud? But like I zone the fuck out. I like put my I do that shit where you look through your fucking eyebrows. Oh my god, the, the psychotic stare. Yeah. You do the psychotic stare. Yeah. Oh my god. Nobody fucks with me at UPS. You're red. Okay. I'm gonna kill this fucking kid. No, it's just because there's the way he said it. <laughs> 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 Fuck. No, it's like when I go to work, when I go to work at UPS, I just get so fucking pissed off. <laughs> and I just picture him just trying to pick up a box, he's getting pissed. <laughs> no, dude, that's really how it is. Because you go down on the floor. Because like, because you go on the floor and you look at the fucking and you look at the weight of the box before you pick it up, and then you realize it's like hundred and thirty six pounds, and you're like, motherfucker, this is really gonna fucking hurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking stuck. <laughs> I'm fucking crying, bro. <laughs> it's aggravating. I'm just, I can't picture it. Uh, I can, and that's what's making it funnier. <laughs> Alright, now, I'll put it to you this way. Imagine getting an entire box truck an entire like full semi truck 18 footer filled with fucking bed frames and you got slayer in your ears you're gonna want to kick a baby oh is it at least raining blood uh angel of death and raining blood oh i would just put on cheap beer and just fucking go oh it's such a pain in the ass dude when you're pissed off cheap beer is such a good song to listen to when you're pissed off it's actually really good to listen to pantera man fuck you (laughs) Oh my god! Fucking like, I'm not sure if I'm gonna recover physically from that. Like, that was like a full like gut like punch laugh. It was fucking oh, it hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna probably like just think of it like randomly throughout the podcast and start fucking dying again. <laughs> Bullshit, Amazon shit. Work at UPS. Why the fuck am I getting Amazon shit? Fuck your my pillow. I've gotten those before, and I was fucking around the one day. So on break time, I just I laid on it. Comfy as fuck. I bet. It's it, it's worth it. The man doesn't make his way into the White House to talk about martial law without making a comfy ass pillow. Hey man, look, that that's the way he got in there. He didn't fuck. All, all he did was go like this. Hey man, I know you have a hard time sleeping. I know your job's really stressful. Probably. Now for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world. Go to mypillow.com. All right. So, segue. Okay, so songs that mean stuff to us? Yeah. <laughs> songs that have meaning. And you know, I want to be so disappointed in myself if I start cracking up for some reason during this because I really I really like to talk about music. No, I, I, you're going to. But, um... Most definitely. Uh, I guess I'll start this one off. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I have a lot of songs that have meaning to me. Yeah, you can do more than one, so I mean... Just yeah, like, I, I guess I, I guess the one, like, the big one that comes to my mind first is Scar Tissue by the Chili Peppers. Mm. Just because that song to me has the message of, I can do this whether you're with me or not, so go. So if you're not with me, go fuck yourself. Because mm-hmm. the, the chorus resonates with me, with the birds I'll share this lonely view, uh-huh. and then he says, I'll make it to the moon if I have to crawl. So it's like, regardless of how beat up you are, how left to the side you've been, how much people give a, give a fuck about you, whether you have help or not, 
you can get there despite everybody. Mm. And then we'll switch over to Mac Miller. Oh, God. Don't you can't. Yeah. Uh, so it goes Bro, for me. Real quick. The other night, me and Alyssa were wine drunk. As usual? Yeah. As every night. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what, what was it? Like, we started talking about Mac Miller because, like, his, like, a song we were listening to of his came on. And I started talking about how sad I was when he died. And then for some reason, I was trying to look up that documentary that, like, a fan made about him that was actually really well produced. And then YouTube kicked it off for copyright. Because I think <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. No, nah, that's pretty unfortunate. So then. And I find another one and like my pursuit of trying to find it and like I fast forward to the end like because that was the really part that I remember most uh-huh. and if they just fucking played the 911 call and I almost started fucking bawling dude I was so fucking like I was just so on my feels yeah that was actually the night that we did the podcast and I got emotional over you oh word did you ever listen to it I did I appreciate it you're welcome I love you buddy I love you I said my part to breathe mm-hmm. uh, but uh <clears throat> to pick back on what Mac Miller was the so it goes that's got a lot of meaning to me because when I was uh, struggling pretty bad, that song was constantly on because uh, he had just dropped Swimmings. And I had never really listened to Mac Miller before Swimming, really. Like, I had heard his songs before, but I never, like, actually sat down and was like, okay, I'll get this guy to listen. And Swimming was, like, the first album I actually got to sit down and listen to. Mm-hmm. And I was enthralled. Mm-hmm. And then Good I... A, Good AM is a great album, too. Oh, I, I, I've gone through his playlist at this point. <laughs> but, uh... With, uh, and then after a couple months go by, he passes unfortunately, and one month, one month, excuse me, and then I start getting into my own little fits of sadness and whatever the hell else I'm going through, and then so it goes comes on, and then it's just it 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 goes into how my mindset is really, yeah, like such is life, mm. you can't really let, even like as minuscule as it may be, you can't let it fuck with you, cause right. even like cause that one thing could really fuck with everything. In the words of Mac Miller, you could have the world in the palm of your hands. You still might drop it. And worrying about the little shit is going to make you drop that world. And when you drop that, you have nothing. So with the little shit, so it goes. Mm-hmm. You, you just got to live and let learn. Exactly. Is there any other songs you want to talk about? or? Because uh, I, I, I have a bunch, dude. <laughs> uh, Good News, too, by Mac Miller. Oh. That means a lot to me, too. Um, Dude, that song dropped, bro. <laughs> um, fucking. That's probably like the big ones that mean a lot to me. Like the ones that I just think that are badass and I'll listen to on like a regular basis. Like any Uzi song, really. Uh, uh Walk, Cemetery Gates, um, Rooster, uh, Man in a Box. Heart shaped box. Oh, great song. Even though it's really just about a vagina. It happens. <laughs> I mean, well, then in that case, what's Rape Me about? Uh, I think that was about um, his perception of how the media was treating him. And do you know how Polly? Do you know what Polly's about? No. Yeah. Oh, wait, isn't that about being like trapped in a cage and like kind of like acting like. Well, if you listen to the lyrics, Polly want a cracker, I think I should get off her first. Oh, yeah. I think she wants some water to put out the blowtorch. Mm-hmm. In the chorus, the man says, Once I'm in, please myself. <laughs> yeah but like yeah like those three songs I could probably listen to forever and ever and not have any complaints about it mm-hmm. but then like all, all these other songs that mean a lot to me just because I like them a lot the, 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 like the, the songs don't have any meaning in like my chest or in my head or anything it's just 
that's just how they are. But like, right. but like the songs like uh, that that I mentioned, so it goes good news and uh, uh, scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that are gonna stick with me until they put me in the ground. <laughs> yeah, funny enough, actually, um, I still need to. I feel like I need to add more songs, like not more songs to it, but I kind of gotta edit it a little bit because it can't be too long. I actually have a. Might, this might sound morbid, but it's really just like a just in case thing. Cause you never know. You can get hit by a bus tomorrow. You want everything to be set up right. Jesus Christ. Hey, man. So I actually have a playlist um, on my phone of like the, the songs I want to be played at my funeral, and like it's. Like, they have to be played. Like, that's going to be, like, part of my wish. Yeah. It's called Music for the Rain because it's supposed to be sad. And then I actually have a playlist called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Minds, which is supposed to be played at the uh, the reception of it, I guess, like, where everyone's eating and shit. Yeah. And it's just all, like, my favorite songs that are, like, fun as shit to listen to. So. But, um, a lot of the songs that have the most meaning to me are usually on, like, my funeral playlist because usually they're very sad. <laughs> I mean, like... Give Me Novocaine by Green Day is obviously the top one. You know, it was the first tattoo I ever got. I got the chorus on me. And I don't know, like, it's not necessarily a matter of, like, the lyrics have some certain meaning to me. It does help that, like, all of American Idiot, that entire album, like, just, like, spoke to me completely. Give Me Novocaine was just, in my view, the prettiest song on that album. Like, the acoustic guitars, the the violin. Oh, it's just beautiful. Um, actually, it wasn't even a violin. I'm sorry. It was just an acoustic and electric guitar. Um, so Give Me Novocaine is definitely top of my list Bad Habits by Fiddler mm-hmm. you know me struggle with alcoholism and that song was like the anthem for me during that time yeah uh, yeah I mean oh god I can think of so many others like um, Happy Idiot by TV on the Radio great mm-hmm. song um, the meaning behind it really for me is just a matter of like you know it's about like Concealing how you feel, yeah. Hide behind a mask, shit like that. I mean, if I could add one more, not to cut you off, yeah, like, ahead, just like uh, "Crazy" by Aerosmith. Mm. Like that just means a lot to me because my mom was a really big Aerosmith fan, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and obviously you know my struggles with her. Yeah. So and like I was actually I actually did something kind of petty. Um, when I was in high school, they made us do this little like life project thing. Oh god. And we had to describe our life from like beginning to end. Uh, whatever we did, our interests, bullshit, yada yada yada, and we had to put songs to our playlists, mm. and the and then it got to the point to where I started talking about my struggles, and I talked about my mom, and the two songs that I picked were "Crazy" by Aerosmith, because she loves Aerosmith, and that was just me paying homage to her, and then for me being petty, I chose "Perfect Day" by Lou Reed. <laughs> That like and that's just me, kind of like making the point of like, you know how I feel about it, but that's just how she thinks about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like, crazy by any Aerosmith song really. Like I don't even fuck with Aerosmith that heavily. I'll listen to them, but I don't like. They're not like gonna be the band I go to. <laughs> but like yeah, crazy by Aerosmith would mean a lot to me just because it has value with my mother. Mm. And for me, like you know, uh, for Mac Miller. Um, I would say 2009 mm-hmm. off of Swimming and like I listened to him I've, ever, I've been listening to him ever since uh, Good AM came out and even like Weekends with Miguel from that album great song and it's I don't know there's just a lot of like a lot of Mac Miller music really speaks to me in a sense because like I think like it's a shame that in like several ways he kind of like, predicted his own death and shit it, I remember somebody said the ending of the Swimming album just sounded like the end of like a movie it did. You know, because like you, you hear the uh, like 
the almost angelic music that's coming on at the end of So It Goes because that's the last song on uh, on Swimming. Right. It, it just sounds like angelic heaven music. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying that that whole album was just a big suicide note. Which doesn't really make all that much sense to me. Because self-care was on it. Yeah, because like, as much as Mac was suffering, he was goofy. You know, he was chilling. He had his struggles. He had his demons, but he... he uh... Well, the thing was, uh, the thing was too, they, they ruled out like a like an intentional overdose with him. Yeah. Because they found him in the praying position, which kind of showed that he didn't want to die. Yeah. You know? And, oh, God, that's just so fucking sad to think about, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, what I really liked about the self-care video was um, when he's in the the casket and then, like, he, like, carves, like, memento mori, mm-hmm. which means that, like, remember death or remember mortality. And he just fucking punches through it to say, like, you know, like, fuck it, I'm not ready to die yet. Yeah. And he fucking brings himself out of the casket. Oh, God, I love Mac Miller. Oh, fuck, I wish he was still alive. That's one concert that I wish I could have gone to. Dude, it's just such a shame. I think, like, the last tweet he ever tweeted was, uh, can't wait to go on tour. Yeah. Or, I just want to go on tour. It's, it's such a shitty situation. I know, I know. But, you know, enough of, enough of sad shit. So what about you? What songs yes. mean, So what songs have, like, meaning to you? I know that... Let's get ready for the, for the list. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I don't know. Music means so much to me. I mean, my dad's obviously a big musician, and he was like, if I want you to do anything in life, it's at least become an artist or a musician or find some way to express yourself. And I mean, I started going to concerts because of him, you know? My first show was Slayer. Um, that must have been badass. It, I was all, all you needed was some UPS packages. <laughs> like, Fuck off. Ryan from the future comes and he's like... No, oh. I, it, it, no it, it's literally <laughs> the beginning of Angel of Death and I see it's like an 80-pound box. Ah, <laughs> I'm not happy! <laughs> um, I was like... 10 years old, I want to say, seeing Slayer, and then I would just always go to concerts after that. I think I've been to over 150 now. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and I saw Motorhead before Lemmy died, and it was the coolest thing in the world. Um, so, I don't know, I just have an appreciation for all genres, because I'm one of those left-brain people that's like, mm, yeah, expression, express yourself, bleh, music. Oh, it's a left-brainness. Um, no, sorry, I'm the right brain one. You're the left brain one. Left brain is logic and straight uh, to the yeah. point. Yeah, I don't know the different uh, spheres of the brain. Um, so yeah, I've come to realize that if I ever listen to the Dave Matthews band specifically crash into me, just check on me, because I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever hear me listening to Crash Into Me or just the Dave Matthews Band, I'm not doing good. I was going to ask your sanity for listening to Dave Matthews Band in the first place. It's not good if I'm listening to the Dave Matthews Band. Um, I think I've, I only feel pure nostalgia when I listen to What's My Age Again by Blink-182. Ooh, good song. Um... And then I'll keep my list short. I know it's controversial, whatever, but Mac DeMarco, My Kind of Woman, that song feels euphoric. See now, she's acting as if Mac DeMarco is like a very controversial figure. And like I understand like what he did is arguably very controversial, but like I don't understand what the stigma is of, of like 
listening to an artist because of their actions. It comes down to separating the art from the artist, and and that just goes person to person. Right, we've had this conversation before. Can you? Are you a person that can separate the art from the artist, or are you not at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Obviously, I listen to the Orwells. I listen to the Frights. I listen to Swimmers. I don't give a shit, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, like, they can be accused of horrendous things, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, they make good music, they like music that I like, and they're very, bands that make music exactly how I like are very few and far in between. So, for me, I'm just like, what other choice do I have, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think Mac DeMarco, I'm not a huge fan of all of his stuff, but Chamber of Reflection is just a great song. Mm-hmm. And just the way that my kind of woman makes me feel listening to it right. is pretty much unmatched. I don't know. It's just there are far there are so few songs that really just get deep into your emotions, and that's one of them for me. Okay, okay. It was my top song on Spotify. Oh uh, yeah. In a row. Yeah, I saw that, I and you were so disappointed. Yeah, I just listened to it so much. Um. I wish Apple... Yeah, it's always my top song on my Spotify 2020. That's it. I wish Apple would let us see it, like, right away. Yeah, right? Because I'm curious to see, like, what song I listened to most this year. It's probably been either In Your Eyes or, or um, Save Your Tears by the weekend, because I listened to that a lot. For me... Or Heaven or Las Vegas. Another one is Shred Cruise by Mom Jeans. <laughs> and it's just such, like, a headbang to the song, let all your anger out, all your emotions... Just headbang him out. That baby hurt your chest. Honestly, I, you and I both love headbanging music, right? Right. So what would you say is, like, the ultimate headbanger? I mean, I can answer this one. Oh, okay. Anything by fucking Cannibal Corpse. Oh my god, I was gonna say Cannibal Corpse. Corpse Grinder's neck is in- inhumane. Have you seen that? No, no. Are you serious? I'm serious. We can't put anything on the for copyright issues. No, we're not gonna put anything on. But no, like, have you I'm seen the guy's look, neck? Like, look up his neck. Oh, oh! I thought it was a song you guys were talking about. I'm, no, his ge- his it, neck. His genuine neck. I'm very uncultured, apparently. This is from headbanging. Oh my god! Look at how fat his neck is. Jesus Christ! You know what he reminds me of? Reminds me of that guy from um, well, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, Big Ed. Yeah. Yes. He's got like the no neck shit going on. Probably walks weird. So he 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 doesn't he doesn't do regular headbanging. He does the windmill. Oh, yeah, uh, that's because, why. Because he does it so hard. He grew crazy muscles in his neck. And now he looks like that. It's like if you just look at a fucking Cannibal Corpse concert, it's just gonna be head down in guitar banging and banging and banging. <laughs> it's like in the Ace Ventura movie when they had them uh, guest star. It was just head bang, head bang, uh, head bang, yeah. head bang. How was head banging today? But I can't remember. Oh, is I bet you look good on the dance floor by the Arctic Monkeys. Mm. Um, the breakdown in Domination by Pantera. Just is, go back to Pantera. <laughs> it's good. When you're listening to Domination, it just goes da 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 da. It gets so heavy and hard, and Vinny's on the fucking snare. Crust bucket. When it, when it drops. When it drops, yes. If, it, if there's a headbanger ever made by the Frights, I would say it's Drag. Mm. Great song. Honestly, do you remember when you were over and we were headbanging the cheap beer? Yeah. 
I would say cheaper by Fiddler, Ultimate Headbanger. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Trust by Fake Tides. Um, Psychosocial by Slipknot. Mm. Mm, yes, I have seen them live as well. That must have been a fucking show. It was really good. Oh my god, there's there's so many actually. If you think about it, headbanging songs are just fun as shit. They kind of make me miss my my longer hair. Why do you think I grew mine out? You didn't grow yours out to headbang. No, you grew yours out for pussy. That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not. Dude, you literally told me bitches love the long hair. They, they do. It's not my fault. <clears throat> it's not my fault that that just happens to be the repercussions. <laughs> and they're not even repercussions. Yeah, they're just grateful consequences. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bulls on Parade's actually a really good headbanging song. Uh, you're, to, you're yet to learn that song. I'm still... It's hard. Hmm. I tried learning that for you, but I was like, I don't have the energy. Yeah, it's fucking difficult, man. So I actually, have, I actually wanted to ask this question, like, because everybody has their like favorite songs or like their earworm songs. Yes. Like, what song can you like? It's not like something that's out of your fucking realm of music. What's one song you just cannot stop listening to? Crazy Frog. That Ooh. Crazy Frog. Crazy Frog. Bing bing. You have to know. No, you when you see Crazy Frog, you'll know Crazy Frog. You'll know him. Wait, is it the one on the fucking What is it, unicycle? This No This thing. Oh No, the one on the unicycle was Dat Boy. Oh, okay. Alright, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I have a funny story. Um, About the frog? Kind of. So, um, as I was... My car's in the shop still. So as I was getting driven to you yesterday, my obviously my friend Lexi was driving, and a lot of tension, a lot, lot of panicking, a lot of anxiety. Yeah, I can imagine. She's shuffling through her playlist and I like to move it the Madagascar version comes on her playlist and she's like oh shit sorry let me change that hold on that is the funniest thing thank god she wasn't driving me thank god she wasn't driving me Jesus Christ uh, for me, I mean, I wouldn't say The Devil's Bleeding Crown by Volbeat, because I feel like Volbeat's still very well within my taste. I even have the fucking tattoo inspired by it. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know, because you know what? I Not to be one of those people, but I feel like I have a music taste where it's like, I can pretty much listen to anything and really enjoy it. Yeah. Fair. Um, uh, trying to think. Like even if it's like a like a fucking popular radio song or some shit that's always on that you get stuck in your head. Oh, say so by Doja Cat. I love that song. <laughs> that's fair. I, love I that fucking song. love that song, dude. <laughs> that's that's dude. You know how nice it was driving down to like the beach in the summertime last year, fucking listening to that with the windows down. Oh my god, dude, I was in fucking heaven. Yeah, for real. Um, see, for me, it's um, uh, oh god, <laughs> it's a sweet but psycho. <laughs> okay. I genuinely cannot get enough of that song. Wait, wait, doesn't that song come out of bands every now and then? I don't think so. I haven't heard it. But I gen like if you play that song right now, I will go ballistic. 
Well, we can't play that song because I don't want to get copyrighted. Well, I didn't say play it right now. You said if we did. Yeah, and like, like even like, I, I do listen to rap, but not like incredibly like, like the the rap that like I listen to. It's like whatever the fuck like corpse whatever his name is corpse's husband or whatever the fuck. Oh. E, e girls are ruining my life. No, I don't like that song. I only like it just because I like the first part of it. I just don't listen to the second part of it because I like Corpse's voice. I, I might be him. I might be a little gay for Corpse. I knew him when he was just a regular YouTuber, and all he would do was talk about horror stories. Yeah, same. And then he was a musician. And then yeah, and then he started playing Among Us, and now. And, and now everybody now, just wants to have sex with him. Ruining his life. Everybody just wants to have sex with him now. <laughs> and no one knows what he looks like. Like something tells me he's just butt ugly. I I genuinely think so. Obviously, he would have come out of the weeds by now. No, he just likes to keep his privacy. You know, he's one of those guys. He's he likes to he just likes to keep his cool. Mm. Likes to like stay in his own little world. Right. And like obviously, like obviously, he hangs out with like his friends and everything, and they know what they look like. But they've made like a solemn thing to just like never really take pictures of him or take pictures with him unless it's gonna be for like a family type of situation. Gotcha. I don't know. Like, I feel like for me, there's nothing really out of my taste except for most country music. I hate country music. Oh my god, remember that night that I was, like, jamming out to country music? It was the worst night of my life. What was I drunk on? Wine, probably. I think it was wine. Was that the night that I cried? It, it, yes, it was the night you cried. It was oh. the with you night? No. No, 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 no. Oh, you know, it was, because I remember... We, because that was New Year's Eve when we got on the uh, the group phone call with everybody. And with you was before that though. Yeah, yeah was... no, no, but what I'm, I'm saying like the night that I was jamming out to country music, and you were t- telling them that you were, I was forcing you to listen to country music. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my god, I was jamming out to Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker. I was jamming out to fucking Kenny Chesney. See, like, Blake Shelton. It all started with Blake Shelton. <laughs> some of the only country music I like listen to. Are you? What the fuck? Is like uh. <laughs> <laughs> do you not know how often I do that? I don't. Apparently, I just do it when I'm bored. But uh, um, like the funny type of country music, like it's this guy named Walker Wheeler Jr. All he releases is this funny ass shit. What was the, what was the one by like titties and beer? Uh, fuck you, bitch. That was one. Better off beating off. Did he release titties and beer? I think he did. That was interesting. But like, I don't listen to a lot of country either. But like, I was talking about Bishop Gunn earlier. I guess you can technically categorize them as country just because of how the vo- how the vocals sound. I think of it more of a blue style. But I guess Bishop Gunn's kind of out of my realm. Mm. Oh, let's not forget when the Sea Shanty uh, TikTok was like on repeat for me for the longest time. I guess sea shanties. I don't listen to sea shanties that often. Oh my god, she's never seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my god, Caribbean. But uh, is it a crime? Yes. That's almost as bad as like not seeing any of the Star Wars. Don't tell me. Oh my god. Don't make. Tell me you have Disney Plus. I do. So you're gonna watch Star Wars. Yeah. There you go. At least watch like The Mandalorian. That. Don't look at me like that. Empires of the Caribbean is also on Disney Plus. It is. I did. I made her watch the um the intro to uh At World's End. Yeah. Where they they're uh, putting the people in the gallows and they start singing the huge sea shanty and it's just fucking epic. It's fucking awesome. And I was like, doesn't that make you want to watch it? Um. Like, yeah. Don't hit me again. Do you know how? <laughs> Whoa! I never hit I'm you. Kidding, I'm kidding. Oh my god. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> What? Sh- yeah. 
There's no visuals to this. I can't even come to my own defense. <laughs> it's your word against mine. Uh, for legal reasons, this is a joke. Um, uh, when she, I was, she needs to say it too. For legal reasons, this is a joke. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, when I was on, uh, I found out that all the shit I used to watch as a kid from Disney, like not like Hannah Montana and Sweet Life, because that was obviously going to be on there. You really, you really <laughs> fucking watch that shit? When I was a kid. Oh my god. When I was like seven, yeah. But, uh, um, the Lion King spinoff with Timon and Pumbaa is on Disney Plus. And Jesus Christ, there was this one episode, like, it, it's named after, like, different, like, geographical things like it always has something to do with Africa or the ocean and the episode was don't be Pacific because uh, they had a uh, they ran into like a magic whale that grants wishes oh my god and Timon had a wish that he they, like he was like a king in a castle and shit and like his one wish that he wanted to have a creature that not even he could beat so Pumbaa heard but T- Timon thought wanted him to say that only he can beat not that nobody can beat. So, what does this fucking whale conjure up? A giant fucking chicken that shoots <laughs> fire. <laughs> and to me to this day, I am 21 years old. I have two jobs and I have a life. That is the funniest fucking thing I have ever seen in my life. Every time I fucking chicken. <laughs> every time I see that fucking chicken get drilled with cannonballs and just eat that shit and then just shoot like laser fire at Timon, it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Oh he eats God. these fucking cannonballs like they're pancakes and then he just annihilates <laughs> them. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Um, remember when we went to Atlantic City and we got really drunk that one night in the hotel room and we woke up at 5 a.m. to watch the sunrise. Yes. And we just watched Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day we left, I think, right? Yeah. <sighs> Memories. Fuck. What? I'm still thinking about the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you get the, get the chicken tattooed on you. Bet. One time, oh, I don't know I'll if get I it on my, I'll get story. it. I'll get it right here. Slap on the thigh. Hell yeah, brother. I don't know if I can no, well, why not? Tell us why, and then we'll judge. Um, it's my show. I can figure it professionality out. Professionality reasons, in case an employer ever finds this in the future. Okay. All right, fair enough. Leave it at that. Okay, so, moving on. You uh, understand you're telling us after the mic cuts off, right? Yeah, but they'll never know. They might find out at some point. It's just hardcore drugs. <laughs> it's not. All right, so, um, <laughs> Ryan, I'm not sure if you can really give input on this, but I do oh. want your, like, reactions. Okay. So, as Alyssa well knows, I have had the most enraging experience with one of my professors this oh. semester. Okay. So, and I'm sure that she's had her own experiences with it, too. We're going to talk about dumb shit professors say. That's my entire college experience. Let's let's start there because I am very far in student debt for this education, and I just found a Snapchat memory from last uh, two years ago when my professor didn't want to teach that day. So he he just showed us videos the entire class of tall trucks trying to get under small bridges and getting stuck. <laughs> That's what I'm in debt for. Let's start there. <laughs> let's, dude, that took him out. What class was that? <laughs> um. Intro to advertising. What the fuck? 
the trucks hitting fucking bridges have to do with advertising? So I go to a Big Ten school. I, I study very hard. I'm very far in student debt. And I will say, my education is kind of shit sometimes for the amount that I pay for it. What was the question? <laughs> Dumb shit know. that professor said. Oh, my entire college education. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lovely. Those are my thoughts on that. I want some more specifics. Like anything that like stands out, like something you'll never forget. <clears throat> let, 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 let me go so that way she can start thinking. Oh, okay. Okay. To not name names, there's a professor at my school, and he teaches a specific subject that I, I often find myself taking. Um, and he's so funny. He's like this short little guy. And he's got like kind of a mullet, but he's balding on top, and, and he's just this, this little weird, like he kind of looks like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> um, but he, he is obsessed with his goth girlfriend. Oh my fucking god. And he's got pictures of her all over his office, and she's like over a foot taller than him. And she just wears these huge shoes, and, and she's got <laughs> like full on goth. And there's pictures all over his office. And I walked in one day, and he was just holding it. And he's just staring at her, and he looks at me, and he goes, God, I love my goth girlfriend. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm here for office hours. Probably heard you coming, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah you know, he, she probably has, like, some kind of, like, fucking thing out against him where he's got, where he's got, like, constantly be like, I love her. I love her. You can't tell me he doesn't call her goddess. Oh. This is him. Mistress. Oh, my God. Yeah, not surprising. Yeah. Not surprising one bit. Not to make assumptions, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, again, going back to my fucking one-sided feud with my fucking professor one-sided feud because it, it, he enrages me but i don't i don't enrage him at all so oh my god what was the one? Oh, so last class he was saying something um regarding like the the quote-unquote problems with putting america first and he goes well you know what happens when the united states puts america first just just remember 9-11 Oh, and I was like, in my head, because I was on mute and I had my mic off because like I was rolling my eyes so hard at that class I just couldn't show my face, and I'm just like, okay, so you're ultimately saying that the United States is the reason that 9/11 happened, okay? This is also the professor that has a douche in the background, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. Oh God. Sure. Yeah, actually, I can show Ryan that picture. So it's funny. Oh, as you sent it to me, right? Yeah. So it's funny as hell because of the fact that. He was doing that class from his fucking bedroom, uh-huh. and on top of his dresser, he just has this. <laughs> and she told me that that's a douche. It is indeed a douche. Oh my! It, it looks like Mickey. It looks like Mickey Mouse ears. Is that what a douche looks like? No. Like it's like it's got the little black circles around it. It looks like Mickey Mouse ears mm. from like Disney World. Let's see. Let's let's look let's look it up. Jamie, look it up. <laughs> Jamie, can you pull that up? Jamie, can you pull that up? Oh, wait, we don't have a Jamie. Fuck. <laughs> Gotta do this by hand. Douche machine. <laughs> Douche machine? Yeah. Hey, like, real things come up for it. Imagine the exact fucking model. <laughs> <laughs> the 
douche 3000. <laughs> it's like, sir, if I email the him. The douche sir, canoe 4000. Sir, can you send me the uh, the SKU number on your douche there? Yeah. Can you send me the Amazon link for that? <laughs> <laughs> trying to get one just like it. Um, he, saw, he said some really stupid shit before. What else was I bitching about? Because that was like the big one. I really couldn't fucking believe you said that. Um, also, is there anything you can think of? I mean, I can like talk about funny shit I heard some of my high school teachers say. Oh, you can go ahead. So, uh, for okay. clarification reasons, um, I am not in college. Uh, so they're talking about their professors, so I'm talking about like just shit I've heard in high school. Uh, we had a gym teacher who just genuinely did not give a fuck. Like, this guy literally didn't care about his job at all. He just put us on the gym, he made us do exercises, and was like, we're doing this, you go do that. And it was kind of like, okay. But, he had certain issues with certain students, and it was the funniest shit ever. Because I would hear this from my friends who would take like a separate class with him, like a sports medicine or like a sports fitness class or some shit. And one of the kids asked him, hey, Mr. Insert Name Here, can I go to the bathroom? He leaned over to my buddy. It was John, actually. He leaned over to John and tells John, tell him I said I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then he, John's like, he goes, say it. And then he goes, uh, apparently he just doesn't give a shit. Uh, and then the one time he was fucking with Jose, uh, he used to call Jose a 76ers fan. Because oh. Jose used to have like a gym bag that had the 76ers logo on it. And Jose said some dumb shit back to him about, like, how he's, like, this fan or something. And he stopped what he was doing and just looked at Jose and went, Do I look like I give a shit? <laughs> Ask me if I give a shit. And, uh, it's all him. Like, uh, there were, there's videos of him beating students. Ah. Like, giving them straight body shots and shit. Uh, it was deserved. Um, there, there's videos of him laying on top of students. Uh, cause they were fucking around with him too much. There's video, there, there's a rumor. Giving him blue balls? Essentially. Uh, they were, uh, somebody was bitching about lifting a weight, so he got on the bench and just did it with one arm. One, two, three, threw the weight and called the kid a fucking pussy. <laughs> did anything ever happen to this guy? He just didn't come back one day. Yeah, okay. he, he just, like, he had, like, he had jury duty and never came back. Jury duty. Exactly. He just jury fucking was, quit. I'm sure he was going to court. I'm pretty sure he just quit. <laughs> um. I. Oh, you thought of something, right? I did. I'm trying to find the video. Um. When I took intro to economics, my professor would often uh, not want to teach, as professors at my school seem to do. Um. So, instead, we watched Mean Girls for an entire class period. Or one time he just took an entire Subway sandwich, smushed it into the projector, and starts taking it apart and slapping the pieces on a desk, trying to describe um, necessity goods and things like that to us. And he was like, this is how this piece of tomato helps the economy. This is how this piece of ham helps our economy. And this is what it means for our economy. And he's just taking apart a sandwich <laughs> on his desk and just shoving it in the, uh... In Somebody in that class felt that. <laughs> this is deep, man. Somebody in that class was like, you know what, he might be onto something. Yeah. The one art major who's just taking it as, like, a prerequisite, they're just like, 
This is deep, man. This makes you want to go into marketing, man. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put this on a canvas, man. Your tone was very pointed. (laughs) Is there something you'd like to say to me? It's a joke. Oh my god. (laughs) It's a joke. Christ Almighty. Oh my god! I remember when I was at Mercer, and my principles of management uh, professor was fucking. Going on a tangent. You want to bathroom? Yeah. I would say use the one downstairs, the one up here is not too clean. I just don't want you to always bark at me. You'll be fine, too. Then you just want to walk past the door. It's fine. Yeah, this is when we would watch Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's a video somewhere in here of this man just taking a Subway sandwich apart <laughs> and slapping it down on, the, on a desk. Interesting. Uh, look, you would like to take that class. I'm sure, it was an easy A. It's actually really hard. Ah, okay. Um, yes, yeah, so my principles of sustainability. Oh, not sustainability. Um, principles of management professor. When I was still at Mercer, she was like going on a tangent, and she had an ego bigger than mine. And that should say something. Mm-hmm. So she literally got up in front of the class on like day one, and then she was like, "My salary." is in the six figures none of you will ever reach that okay and we were like we all looked at each other and i was still in class with dickhead at the time and i looked at him he looked at me and then they text each other and i was like isn't she supposed to be like motivating us yeah (laughs) i was just like that's a really weird thing to say to students yeah just like announce your salary like that i'm like okay and i don't miss penn state weather (laughs) Oh, God. Negative fives. Mm. Negative twenties. Mm. Anything else you can think of? I've heard a lot of stupid shit. Um, I mean, there's stupid shit that kids say in class. Yeah. All the time. Such as? Um, <laughs> I, I can. I just wanted to know if you had any examples. Um, well, there's my capstone class that I'm taking right now, and we have to do branding and campaigning for a mock client, mm-hmm. and we spend our entire semester on it, and I, I forget who I wanted to do, but this kid in my group is like, yeah, I, I feel that, but also, let's do the entire campaign around Natty Light. And I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um... And then they wanted to do the bop it. <laughs> and we settled on peanut butter. There you go. Uh, that's an interesting trilogy. Yeah. So, I mean, to build off of what's dumb shit that students say, this one kid in that same class that, that the professor pisses me off in, uh, when we were talking about North Korea, was literally going off and on, just saying how, like, the United States perpetuates pr- propaganda almost as much as North Korea does, if not more. And I was just like... I, and then, like, to not, like, interrupt him while he's speaking, I literally typed in the chat that you can do on Zoom, and I was just like, you can't really just go around throwing the word propaganda about the United States that literally has the freest press in the world. <laughs> just like, what are you talking about, dude? Um, and then he said something else, like, um, in, like, that discussion forum about North Korea, talking about fucking, 
uh, he was just like, well, we were stupid enough to use nukes on Japan, and then that's when I started going on the tangent this morning about that. Oh my god, it was just fucking... People you ever wake me. up and hear the birds chirping and realize it's not the birds chirping, but it's... <laughs> it's just an angry Asian man yelling about how people are wrong? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, like, professors say dumb shit all the time. I mean, I, like, I love Brookdale because, like, all, majority of the professors are awesome. Oh, my God. I remember in my statistics class, right, my professor was definitely an immigrant. For, I think he said he was from either... Uh, where the fuck was he from? Like Sierra Leone or some... Uh, That's West, actually pretty interesting. Like very West African countries. He had a very heavy accent. He was an awesome guy. <laughs> but he clearly did not understand that there's like a political correctness expectation, which I fucking hate. There's a political correctness expectation at Brookdale. So... He was trying to give an example. He's like, say if I walk into a classroom and I say, and I try counting all the boys and the girls, and I say there's seven girls and eight boys, unless you're a hermaphrodite, in that case you don't count. Oh my god! <laughs> I I had to turn my, my camera wow. off. I started fucking dying. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, he was an awesome professor. I loved him. And I suck at math, so I was surprised I got a B plus in that. But, you know, good things happen, I guess. That's fucking funny. That, that was hysterical, man. Um, Alright, moving on. Let's just talk about things that piss us off. Oh, is that what we're going on to now? Yeah. Um, oh, the hands oh, clapped. Go ahead. Uh-oh. I tried to call CVS today. I don't know why this made me so unnecessarily angry. But talking to the robot, like the... <laughs> on the phone... <laughs> No, no, hear me out. Stop. 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 Let me finish. Talking to the robot on the phone. Stop. She hates me. This this bitch despises me. I swear to God. She knows my voice and she's like, she hates me. Um. You sound like. She's like, what can I help you with? And I'm like, check the status of a prescription. And she was like, Sorry, what was that? <laughs> she was like, please give your phone number to further this conversation. I put in my phone number. She reads it so slow. Is that six, zero, nine, six? And I'm getting so angry. I just want to check the status of this fucking prescription. And I'm like, speak to a pharmacist. And she's like, okay, to speak to a pharmacist, you have to answer these questions first. <laughs> and I- it made me so angry. I'm so, I shouldn't have been that angry. But, did but you, I was. But did you get the status? No. <laughs> the fuck? Just go in. I Okay, yeah. I should have. Um, but like, it's like... She's like, what's your date of birth? And I'm like, oh, February, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, go fuck it. Like, this, 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 this <laughs> fucking telephone robot hates me. <laughs> okay, happy early birthday, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, your prescription status is shit, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what pisses me. That's what makes me mad today. What made you mad today? What made me mad today? Um, jeez. Uh, okay, come on, something that we can't relate to. Um, he, um, uh, so for the, uh, cheese is my cat. 
Um, and Cheese is an asshole. Sorry, something with a cat named Cheese. She's so funny. <laughs> His sister's named Mac. That's hilarious. Mac and Cheese. Mm-hmm. But Cheese is a f- fucking asshole. He's awesome. I love Cheese. He puts on such a good show for you guys. Oh, does he? But Cheese is the kind of cat that will sit outside of your room at like 2 o'clock in the morning and just fucking yell at you. And then he wakes you up, you open the door, he doesn't even come in. He just sits there and looks at you like you're the idiot. Gotta pick him up, bring him in. And then you shut the door on him. It's so fucking annoying. And he did that today at like 6.30 in the morning. Christ, I was gonna sh- I was gonna fucking skin him. He didn't even do that when I slept over that one time. For no. legal reasons, that is a joke. Yes, for very legal reasons, that is a joke. Uh, PSA, in the future, I will not... I, The one client I will never defend is an animal abuser. Ever. Animal abusers listening to this podcast, beware. I Chin hope your animal abuses you. Chin will not defend you in a court of law. We'll punch you in the chin. <laughs> Sweet chin music, baby. Woo! Got some wrestling in there. Yeah, and baseball. Yep. Did you ever get RKO'd? I did once. Uh, no. Yep. <laughs> I've been I've delivered RKO's and I've been RKO'd. No, I was too fragile. People wouldn't even try it with Someone me. RKO'd me into a pool once. I, was, I, I will say, it was very terrifying. I got RKO'd into the ocean. All right, you win. <laughs> Um, Not the deep ocean, don't worry. No, shut the fuck up. <sighs> Everything pissed me off today. Well, clearly. <laughs> Obviously, woke up to his violence with the fucking, like, reading the discussion forum like, <laughs> two, like two weeks ago. That you doesn't even matter took anymore. off the glasses. You were like, let me tell you about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I started going on this whole fucking tangent. I was reading my discussion response out loud. <laughs> Insanity. Um, drivers. Drivers have been pissing me the fuck off lately. Yeah, it's National Idiot Driver Week month here. Yeah? Yeah. It's constant. It's just constant. I swear to fucking See, God. It, it's more of a pet peeve, but, like, the thing that pisses me off the most is when, like, you're, like, not, like, directly behind somebody, but you're a couple paces behind them and they don't even, like, push the door open for you when you're coming in behind them. Oh, yeah, that's just manners, dude. Like, that annoys the shit out of me, and then when people also don't say thank you when you hold the door for them, that pisses me off, too. Ooh, one of my favorite, not favorite, but like, anytime I'm at work and I tell someone who's leaving the store to have a nice day and they just don't even like acknowledge me, I will literally say out loud or get hit by a truck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, that bugs the shit out of me because every now and then, like, if I'm chilling with any of the coworkers, if you don't have a lot of people in there, they're at the cash wrap and they're getting ready to leave, we're just having a conversation. Have a good day. All right, I guess I'll go fuck myself. No, no, I, I wish I wish bad things upon fans. <laughs> it's like, yeah. alright, cool. Guess I'll just go fuck myself. Because like, it's like, you know, you have an option. I'm giving you the option to have a good day or get hit by a bus. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what happens to you. <laughs> you've left my store. You've made your purchase. Now get the fuck out of my face. Sometimes they even make purchases. Exactly. Those are the worst. When they don't even acknowledge you the entire time they're in there. Fuck like, them. That, like, shit happens at work. Like, both of them. Like, I'll have, like, a box come down and, like, hit me in the head or in the face or something at either job. No that, you're fucking pissed off all the time. That pisses me off so much. <laughs> it's like, I don't mind, I don't mind, like, I'm gonna get hit by fucking boxes. That I, I signed up for that. <laughs> but the idea of them, like, popping up and giving me a bloody lip, 
or coming down and damn near spraining my neck or concussing me. It's not fun. The shoes don't do that, thankfully. No. But any fucking bullshit that comes through UPS likes to do it. If they get stuck on the rollers, God forbid you pull it up and try to get it done with, it's gonna shoot up and take a tooth out. I would pay lots of money to watch a live stream of angry UPS workers. It's fucking, it's fucking funny. <laughs> we have this guy in the unload. He is angry all the time. Like, we, we, we get these big-ass trucks called a uh, Granger. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever been in school you see the things of paper that say Granger on it? No. Well, that's Granger paper, whatever the fuck it is. It's a, it's, it's stupid. And uh, there's this one guy that does it because he's been doing it for years, and he's just so quick with it. Every time you just hear screaming coming from the truck, it's usually inaudible, but sometimes you'll get a, Fuck! Sometimes you'll get a, <laughs> Sometimes you'll get a, Boom! Which is him punching the truck. Sometimes he'll come out and yell at the supervisors. Mm. Sometimes he'll come out and belittle the workers. <laughs> Sometimes he'll just leave. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. So just the options of, I right, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> he's, he, he's a cool-ass dude. That's the weirdest part. He's like the sweetest guy. He just gets angry. He, he, that he, sounds like me. Yeah, it's like, I remember the one day he was just screaming at everybody. Because I guess Granger was like really fucked up. And he was like, no, that's bullshit. Does anybody want to fucking help me? Didn't fucking think so. Goes back in there and finishes the truck and goes home. <laughs> like, I, I, go ahead, do your thing, buddy. You just got to let it out, man. And I understand it because I've, I've punched the truck before. It's, it, 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 it's just I don't verbalize it that much. I just kind of seethe. <laughs> oh. There's, there's so much shit that pisses me off. Oh, I know. It's not good. But the thing is, I don't really act much on it. You know? Like, it'll yeah. piss me off, I'll just talk about it, but I'm not gonna, like, throw shit fit. Nah, I feel ya. Like, I, got, I guess most of the shit that pisses me off could be categorized as, like, pet peeves. Because, <laughs> like, some of the shit that, like, brutally pisses me off goes into a whole different conversation. Mm. So it's like, I don't even want to get into it. But... Most of the things that just like piss me off on the daily are either people or pet peeves. Fair enough, fair enough. It, it, like, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. People and fucking pet peeves. Mm. Listen, does anything else piss you off? Everything. Fair. Yeah, I agree. It, it, I just shouldn't get angry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just shouldn't you. get angry to the amount that I do over small things, but here we are. See, I tell myself that when I'm playing video games and I still have to buy new controllers. <clears throat> I just, I've smashed a bunch of controllers back in the day as a kid. When I was like, when when I was like in middle school, that was prime rage. Like, I don't think you were ever in my house when I lived in Trenton. No, I was not. Uh, in the downstairs portion of it, uh, they had like a big ass cement door behind the screen door. I was going to throw the controller at that. Hurl that bitch. This was before I got hurt too, so it was like, it didn't hurt to throw it and I was actually throwing it really goddamn hard. <laughs> And these things exploded. Yeah, they're made of plastic. What do you expect? Some, and you know what the crazy thing is? Sometimes they'd still work. Yeah. Durable-ass fucking things. That, shit, shouts out Sony. They're, they're made to withstand, like, gamer rage. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that, that, should, that should be an energy drink. Gamer rage? Yeah. Just drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> this monster. Alright, so. 
we've talked about things that piss us off. So I guess to wrap it up, let's talk about things that make us happy. Um, Chris Snake. Gideon. Gideon. Little squid. <laughs> He's just such a little boop. <laughs> and then I see his face, and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> he, ugh. He doesn't have arms. He doesn't have legs. He just has vibes, you know? <laughs> That's why snakes are superior. <laughs> they have nothing to grab you with aside from their mouth. And Even it's just that, a vibe. It's, it's just like the cutest little thing. Oh, you want to bite me? Little bitey teeth. It's so fucking cute. Not that he's never bit me. No. I would hope not. No, he loves me. I would hope. See, I like that you feed me frozen mice. Yeah. I definitely, if Gideon could talk, he would have like a really weird, ominous, like yeah. English accent. Yeah, I, I feel like he would wear a monocle if he could. <laughs> He'd probably. I like, have. Do you think he's more of like. A beret kind of guy or a top hat kind of mm, guy? Definitely a top hat kind of guy. Because <laughs> I feel like if he he wore a beret, he would also deliver newspapers, and he's too bougie for that. But would he be like a Peaky Blinders type of beret thing, where yeah. he just has like the razors there and he cuts them? No, he's 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 a diva. He's too formal, bro. Yeah. So like, how dare you not feed me this gourmet mouse wench? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! You expect me to eat this mouse? <laughs> it's frozen for fuck's sake. <laughs> I guess I'll fucking eat it. But you better give me some fucking tea, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's probably what he's saying in his head to you. Um, I'm fucking perished over here. <laughs> I didn't know that snakes fart really loud. Ah, that that's fucking I, funny. That was the thing I learned when I got the first few months I got him. I was back in my apartment. Um, it was like 3 a.m. I was trying to sleep. And. <laughs> He farted so loud. <laughs> it was so funny. You sure it wasn't one of your roommates? No, 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 no. Because I looked it up and I, I googled it. I said, "Can snakes fart?" And they can. They fart really loud. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna look Dude, that up when look, I get home. Please, Just look up videos so of snakes funny. farting. It's so yeah. funny. Dude, I'll send it to you. I don't care. Do it. Um. Yeah, things like that make me happy. Um, <laughs> doing art. I haven't done that in a while. Mm. Listening to music, playing bass, mm. the uses. Okay, right. One to you. Uh, definitely. Like as much as they piss me off, my cats. Like that, as much of a little demon as Cheese is, he's the cutest little fucking thing. He 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 can be a lovey dovey little ball sometimes, but he's like he's he's just he's just so adorable. Like, when you look at him, you can't help but go, aww. I know, he's, he's a, such a love bug. And Pongo is, like, <coughs> like it, as much as it is my grandfather's cat, that's my cat, too. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the cat that, like, kind of grew on to me when we lived over in Trenton still. Mm-hmm. And he and he, he's the only cat I've ever seen that actually has cheeks on his face. Honestly, Pongo looks like that cat from like the meme where it's like the there's a cat and there's like, a loading symbol over its head. So yeah, it like... yeah, that, 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 that's what goes on in his head all day. It's elevator music. I will <laughs> say it was adorable when he sat in that box last night. Yeah, he he was just chilling, man, and he was he was the perfect backboard if he had someone to throw cards in there. He didn't care. <laughs> we gotta play cards against humanity again. Um, what are you guys doing Saturday night? Playing cards against humanity. Set. Let me see what's up. Guys, I know you're seeing your girl on Saturday, but I'm sure that's not going to go into the night. Yeah, just let me see what's up with it. Yeah, probably. Would she join? Uh, probably. Cool. But, uh... Are you taking cards against me in the app? There, there kind of is, 
I know, it's Evil Apples. Yeah. Actually, that's actually a pretty fun game. I, I say we all download it and play it tonight. It's fun. I'm down with it. It's fucking good. But, download it right now. Um, like, to, not to piggyback off of Alyssa, but playing the bass really makes me happy. I just picked that up recently, and it's so much fun. Mm. Um, as much as I rage at him, I really can't go a day without playing my games. Like, whether it's MLB The Show, or 2K, or Madden, Call of Duty, GTA, Red Dead, yada, 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 whatever the fuck I'm in the mood for, Cuphead, Spongebob, I'm, I'm playing it. Um, baseball, baseball Ooh, in general. Yes. It's coming back. It's right around the corner. I'm so fucking stoked. Socks are still going to be trash, but that's fine. But, and above all else, the thing I guess that makes me happy the most is is if if is if everybody around me is also happy mm. that just gives me such a boost like i i don't know why it's just always been that thing where like i genuinely thrive off of like other people's happiness mm. and it, it, it just it just makes me feel so good it gives me like this little it gives me a little like sprinkle in my chest fair enough um First and foremost, my, my beautiful dog, Andy. Hmm. I love her so much. Every time I see that face, I'm just like, aww. She just scratched the shit out of my neck the other night, and I'm just like, it's okay. <laughs> I was fucking petting her, and she was just like, I just want food. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, I still love you. <laughs> um, Yeah, definitely playing guitar for me. I love playing guitar. I need to pick it back up. Um, listening to music, definitely a plus. Depends on what mood I'm in, though. Sometimes if I'm listening to music, it could be really sad. <laughs> Uh, good food. Mm. Anytime, like you go to Hoagie Haven. Oh God, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wendy's Pretzel Bacon Pub. That makes yeah. me happy as shit. There's no sandwich in the world that can make me happier. What the Sanchez? No, the Pretzel Bacon Pub from Wendy's. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I love that fucking thing, dude. It's so fucking good. Um, honestly, vaping makes me happy. <laughs> Drinking makes me happy. Uh, doesn't take much for me to be happy. <laughs> Honestly, it's simple shit. I don't know. Well, as long as it, as long as it makes you happy. Hey, you that's go. literally all you can ask for. Yeah. You know, because like, there's a bunch of the little shit that makes me happy, like getting the g- g- getting a text message from somebody you really like texting, or or uh, like looking out the window and seeing a fucking cardinal. <laughs> you know, you, you don't see cardinals often. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, look out the window, you see a deer in your backyard. Nah, fuck deer, dude. If they're leaving you alone, they're fine. Dude, I was trying to leave that goddamn deer alone. He wanted every piece of me. It's not our fault that that deer had suicidal tendencies. <laughs> yeah, no, that was just a fucking nightmare. My, yeah. fucking, my poor fucking car. It, it was fine, though. No, it wasn't. It ended up okay. It runs now. It ran then, it was just didn't look right for a little bit. And I had to fucking, like, have a ugly-ass fucking Jeep for the longest time. Fuck that. Hated that thing. <laughs> it, had a, it had a heated steering wheel, though, so that was... That, that must have been lit. That was, because that's when it started to get cold. So the heating steering wheels make you happy? <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't know, it's just a lot of shit makes me happy. I, oh, being in school. Being in school makes me so fucking happy. See, it makes, like, the thing that I guess makes me happy in that same vein is that I can look at things now and they can just make me happy. Mm. You know, it never used to be like that, where it's like, I would I couldn't just look at something and just be, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Instead of just being like, oh, that's so nice. Mm. You know, I can, I, I do that now. 
Uh, so you're more appreciative. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Mm. Meditating makes me happy. Mm. Just the way you feel after. It's really nice. Hmm. I feel like if I ever overthink, I'm just like, hmm, let me meditate. I feel better. Well, that's how I feel about zooming out of birth. I know it terrifies you. <laughs> Uh, like, I guess smoking makes me happy. <laughs> smoking weed. Yeah, just cause, uh, I mean, it relaxes me more than anything. Mm. And then it leads to funny-ass memories and conversations. Big time. So, 99% of the time anyway. <laughs> Every now and then you get a bad trip. But, it, it's like, there's a lot, I, 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 it, it, it's harder for me to say things that make me happy compared to things that don't make me happy. Because there's so much that do. And then there's so many specific little things that just don't make me happy that are just stuck in my head at all times. It makes it harder to think of everything that it could be. But if I look at something, like I could look at the Congress behind you right now, the uh, Declaration of Independence. I read the top of the thing by mistake. Excuse me. The Congress? The, the, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Excuse me. And just be like, oh, those are really cool. And that can make me happy because I think it's cool. Oh, they make me so happy when or I like, put them up. Or like that clock right there. I like that clock a lot. It's fucking dead. It's still broken clocks right twice a day. Sure. Well, it just stay up until 3.05 tonight. Yep. Well, it's kind of eerie, because it wasn't 3.07 the, the time, time in conjuring? The conjuring, yeah. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say peak overall, just being at school makes me so fucking happy. Yeah. I just... <clears throat> continue. No, God. No, thank you. No, God. Jesus um, Christ. It's a politeness fest. <laughs> no, you go first. Just kidding, I'll go. No, wait. <laughs> Um, no, being in New York makes me happy. Oh, there you go. I, I have a very busy mind, and something that about a city that's finally busier than what goes on in my mind is peaceful, comforting. Mm. I like that. I mean, I kind of, like hustle and bustle, I guess, kind of makes me happy. Just like b- being where I live at now, you don't hear as many cars going down the street. And, like, you kind of get used to that. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of get used to, like, everything being busy. So when things are kind of slow, it's just, like, something going on. But... It's like, you now you just live in a regular neighborhood now. Yeah, it's like, and even though, like, as much as UPS makes me upset, I'm happy that I work there because it's, like, a hustle and bustle type thing. I'm always moving. I'm always doing something. Do the tasks upset me? 100%. <laughs> but it's, like... I'm moving around in a busy environment, keeping myself busy 99.9% of the time. What more can I ask for out of a job? True. I have to be busy. It freaks me out if I'm not busy. Oh, absolutely. I, like, I, I just can't. I hate downtime. I don't know how to relax. It's that's, like, that's don't get me wrong. I fucks with, like, I love relaxation and downtime as much as anybody, but I've gotten into such a routine recently that it's like, if I'm just not doing anything, I'm just like, ugh, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I just... I've forgotten how to relax because being busy keeps me at peace. Mm. I, I'm one of those people that loves to be busy. I have to always be doing something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's weird because, like, I like being that. I like the fact that, like, school's back in session, but I hate the fact that like, we're still online. Yeah. You know? Like, being on campus made me so fucking happy. Every single day I'd pull up, I'd be happy as shit to be there. I miss that feeling. So every Tuesday when I go to campus for my environmental science uh, classes, it like it's not my favorite class by any means, but it still just makes me genuinely happy to be there. Yeah. You know? I miss it. I miss school. No, I get it. 
I'm very happy that Rutgers wants us back on campus come fall. Yeah, for real. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking hyped. I remember you were talking about that when you heard about that. You were super gassed about it. Of course I was. I want to be fucking back on campus. Yes, sir. And the fact that the law school's right there, too. Oh, God. I'm Heaven. Gonna, I'm just going to dream about that building every fucking day for the next two years. Set. So I'll be like, I'll be there soon. But, yeah, I don't know. Simple shit makes me happy. Yeah. It's the simplest things. Mm. Yeah. I guess that's what makes it. Just making it so simple. Because, like, the simplest thing can make you smile. Yeah. I just think life is a cool thing. I think life is so dope, and people take it so seriously, and they shouldn't. Mm. There are, it's like, you, you, you have to live. Not to quote Ferris Bueller, but it's like, it, 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 like, literally, if you don't stop and smell the roses, you could miss it. Like, mm-hmm. you could miss a massive portion of your life if you're stuck trying to get into a certain college or if you're just really worrying about where you're going to be in the future or where you're worrying about what you're doing right now it's okay to be busy but it's not okay to worry Mm -hmm. and you have to take that worry and that feeling of non-busyness and just make yourself busy whether that means like just walking outside and just appreciating how nice the wind is Mm -hmm. or listening to music and loving how the guitar sounds or loving how the vocals sound maybe it's doing yoga and you're really proud of yourself because you learned that new position right maybe it's working out and you're fucking hype because you hit your new personal best mm-hmm. it's something it's downtime at its finest and you're still busy and that's still living it to its fullest because you're helping yourself in that same mindset living it to the fullest isn't going to all these fucking Locations. It's not going from one country to another country, taking pictures and going home. Mm-hmm. That's not. It, it, it's an extent to it, but that's not all there is to it. When it you're can talking be a fun about fun time, but it's usually very short term. Yeah, it's very yeah. short lived. Living life to the fullest is doing everything you want to do while making yourself and others around you happy. Right. I don't like. I feel like everyone has a different interpretation of live life to the fullest, and I think a lot of it kind of like comes down to like people think that they have they have to do certain things in order to live life to the fullest, but it's like. There's no, uh, there's no like direct like guideline for it. There's no like you have to do this, 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 and this. Like there's no set rules for it. It's literally just like, do what you like to do every single day. You know, just do what you thoroughly enjoy doing and something that makes you and others happy. You know, mm-hmm. and that's really what it comes down to, man. Absolutely. So I mean, again, like it could all be so simple. <laughs> to quote uh, a couple of bands. <laughs> Hmm. But uh, Alright so I guess that just about does it For episode 5 Alrighty unless anyone, then Unless anyone has anything else to add Now that's pretty much good, it yeah. Okay alright then Well so we're going to wrap it up here Thank you again to the Probably one person that listens to us Hi dad <laughs> Fair enough um, Obviously we'll have Ryan and Alyssa back That's you know For future episodes Probably have another episode sometime this week uh yeah other than that have a good night everybody later no sign off from melissa oh yeah have a good night